I'm Audrey Pickering, and this is Intentional You. Do you ever feel like life is just happening to you and you can't manage to keep up? Does everything somehow just feel off track? As a certified life coach and a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, I'm here to show you that nothing has gone wrong here and help you fall in love with your life now. It's time to find the intentional you. Hello, friends. Welcome to the podcast. This is so crazy. Like, I'm a podcast junkie, so I love listening to podcasts. And I've thought for a while now about starting my own podcast. And now we're in summertime and I'm done with school, at least for now, because graduate school doesn't start until August. So here we are. I am in my room with my laptop and a mic set up on a stack of books because <laughs> that's what's happening right now and we're just gonna go so as i was thinking about what do you even record for a first podcast episode because let's be real who actually listens to the first episode of a podcast <laughs> i mean maybe you do so <laughs> anyway thank you for being here I thought I would just do a quick little introduction and give a little spiel about who the heck I am. And then we're going to dive into how to actually love yourself, which is going to be so fun. I am excited. Anyway, a little bit about me. Uh, my name is Audrey Pickering, as you heard in the intro to this podcast, and I am a certified life coach. I am certified through the Life Coach School, aka the best life coaching school in the world. So amazing. And I recently certified <laughs> beginning of this month. And oh my gosh, coaching has changed my life. I initially came into contact with coaching after my mission. I, as you also heard in the intro, I am a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and I served a mission. I served in Brazil. It was, it was a good old time. And when I got back, I discovered life coaching, and it has helped me in so many ways, in so many areas of my life, has done wonders for my mental and emotional health. And I'm a recovering perfectionist. Coaching has helped me so much with that. And you know, when you find something that helps you and uplevels your life in that way, what do you want to do? You want to go and share it with other people and help them experience that same transformation. Am I right? So I knew, all right, I definitely am going to be a coach someday. <laughs> and I didn't think it was going to happen so fast, but you know, uh, that's life for you. <laughs> Here we are. So anyway, I found coaching and I decided to become a coach and I, yeah, here, here we are. One of the amazing things that coaching has done for me is it has helped me learn how to actually love myself, which yeah, is the title of this episode, how to actually love yourself. And growing up, I... I flat out refused to love myself and accept myself. And I had really good reasons for it, which I will get into. 
I did not want to be prideful because, you know, pride is a big sin and yeah, I wasn't going to do that. (laughs) So in the name of not being prideful, I decided that beating myself up was the best way to be humble. Which, looking back, I'm like, oh my gosh, so much needless suffering, but that's okay. We Here we are now, and yeah, I, I'm here to tell you that uh, beating yourself up is not being humble, <laughs> and that loving yourself is not prideful. Oh my gosh, who would have thought? So that wasn't my only reason for flat out refusing to just love myself. I... I mean, I thought I would be prideful if I loved myself. And I also thought that if I love and accept myself, then I will not be motivated to change anymore. And that was like a genuine concern that I had. I was like worried that I would just start doing a bunch of bad things and I wouldn't make good decisions anymore. And that I I saw myself as this like, just project that needed constant fixing. And I was so worried that if I decided to actually love and accept myself, that I would lose all motivation to change and become better. So I was like, nope, we're going to keep beating ourselves up. We're going to keep shaming ourselves because that's going to be effective in, um, in motivating me to be better, which guess what? shame is actually the worst motivator (laughs) and love is actually the best motivator. Oh my gosh. I know. So the other thing too is I didn't really understand like how, what is like love yourself? What does that even mean? What does that even look like? How do you even do that? Like someone just give me some steps (laughs) and that I think especially today in you know the world of, the world of social media we have you know pinterest we have instagram we have facebook they're all telling us you know oh yeah self love self care all those things you know go take a bubble bath go get your nails done <laughs> and it's kind of like very at least i found it confusing in you know all that messaging which i'm sure you know there's good intent behind most of that i'm like okay but like <laughs> How do you actually just like love yourself? I mean, that it doesn't <laughs> doesn't seem as easy as just like taking a bubble bath or getting your nails done or something like that. Okay, like someone break it down for me. Anyway, so that's what I'm gonna do today. I am going to um, break down how to actually love yourself in three, I don't wanna call them steps because <laughs> It's more of a process. <laughs> like most things in life, you think, oh, I wish I could just give you, you know, a checklist and you just check, 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 and then boom, self love. You never have to worry about not working on it ever again. But yeah, that's not how this works. The inner work is just, it's a process. It's, you know, we do things, we try things, we do them again, we do them in this order, we try them in another order. It's all a process. And so we're just gonna, I'm gonna share some ideas and I hope they resonate with you guys. Please feel free to let me know if they do or if they don't. Um, because self-love 
really is, it's a process. It's, it's a time of, it's a journey. It's a time of discovery and just learning to embrace the wonderful, amazing, complex, hot mess that you as a human being are. (laughs) And it's something that I believe we all have to manage and learn to do during our time here on earth. It's just one of those things. And it's meant to be a process and take time. Okay, so let's dive into these um, three processes, I guess I'll call them. (laughs) Um, Anyway, number one, I have truly understand your worth. Now, if you're like me, you growing up, you like understood not on a very maybe deep level that yes, like everyone has worth. We are all children of God. I grew up singing. I'm a child of God in primary, like basically let's be real. Honestly, my whole life. Right. I, you know, grew up saying the young women theme, which they've changed now, but it used to be, you know, we are daughters of our heavenly father who loves us and we love him and talks about, you know, divine worth, individual worth. And so I grew up like, okay, yeah, I'm a child of God, but I felt through my growing up years that I had to prove my worth as a human being. I had to do things and I had to do them well, like, you know, perfect, (laughs) recovering perfectionist here (laughs) to quote unquote, earn my worth and earn love. And looking back, I just want to give that past version of myself a hug and be like, you don't have to do anything to earn your love. But okay, that's the reality I was living in. And like, I knew my parents loved me and I knew that God loved me and I knew that the people around me, that they loved me. But I had this idea that if I just did more things and if I just was more successful and more accomplished, that somehow my worth, I was, I could literally increase my worth. I thought I could like increase my worth by doing more things and by being successful. And that simply is not true. You cannot do anything to decrease or increase your worth. Nothing. It is absolutely set and there is nothing that you can do to decrease or increase your worth. Just let that like actually sink in because it can be really easy to think that, well, yeah, I mean, of course everyone has worth, but if I do that thing or if I'm good at that or I have this, then somehow I'm just a little bit better. No, no, no. That's not how it works. There's nothing you can do or not do to earn your worth. So when you truly understand that, that there is nothing that you can do to increase or decrease your worth, then, well, if you're like me, first off, you're like, well, then why are we even doing anything in the first place? If we don't have to earn our worth, then why bother doing things? And I'll have to do it like a whole separate episode on that. But basically, 
I, the reason to do things is because the, I mean, in my opinion, the best reason to do anything is because it could be fun and you know, it could be fun to grow and see what you're capable of. And yeah, that could be fun, which that feels a lot lighter than, oh my gosh, I have to prove my worth and I have to try to increase my worth. <laughs> and that's just simply not true. There's no way that you can increase or decrease your worth. And I remember learning this lesson, this principle, um, in a deeper way. Cause like I said, I <laughs> grew up being told that I had worth and that I was a child of God and that people around me were children of God and they had worth, but somehow it just never like, I never like really understood it on this like deeper, deeper level of like actually understanding that. But there was a, an awesome object lesson that really helped me like understand and be like, oh yeah, that actually is true. And yeah, I've quote unquote believed that my whole life, but now I actually like know it. <laughs> and I still have to remind myself too, because sometimes I'm still kind of fall into the, oh, but if I achieve this goal, if I do this thing, then my I'm I'm somehow better. My worth is more. No, no, no. I'm like, no, Audrey, <laughs> that's not how it works, remember? Anyway, so back to the object lesson that like totally just kind of blew my mind. So, um, like I said, I discovered, um, coaching after I got back from my mission and I found coaching initially through life coach Jody Moore, which if you're not following Jody Moore <laughs> on social media and you're not listening to her podcast, better than happy, please go, go do that because Jody is amazing. I love her so much and she taught me how to love myself. Thank you, Jody. I love you. Anyway, so I did, I listened to Jody's podcast for a little bit and I really resonated with what she was saying, her ideas. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like what my life has been missing, coaching, falling in love with just all of the things. And she did a, um, like a coaching week, like a little workshop, week long workshop, five days or something like that. And during this workshop, she, she did some coaching, but she also did some teaching and she had an object lesson where she had a $100 bill, all just like, you know, fresh, crisp, clean $100 bill. And she, you know, showed it to us. This is, you know, over Zoom. She showed, it, showed us this $100 bill and, you know, this is $100. Yes, <laughs> it's worth $100. And then she, you know, folded it and crumbled it up and, you know, all the things and we're like, oh, it's still worth a hundred dollars. And she talked about, even if this $100 bill just sits on the desk all day and does nothing, is it still worth a hundred dollars? And I was like, oh my gosh, it still is, even though it's not doing anything. And that's like me. <laughs> Even if I don't do anything all day, my worth does not change. Mind blown. <laughs> so, process one, step one, whatever you want to call this, <laughs> is truly understand your worth. When you truly understand that there is nothing that you can do to increase or decrease your worth, you stop doing things 
to prove your worth because you understand that that's not a thing. <laughs> so that really understanding that once you understand that for yourself, then also understanding that for everyone else around you. Yes, everyone else around you has the same amount of worth as you do. Sometimes we think that other people have more worth than us, and sometimes we think that they have less, and that we somehow have more worth than them. And that's just simply not true. Everyone has the same. Everyone. Okay, so that is process one. It's truly understand your worth. All right, for number two, I have embrace all of you, which <laughs> sounds kind of cliche now, doesn't it? I know, but hear me out. So I think one of the things with self-love that is uh, difficult and hard to understand is that we want to just constantly postpone when we are going to love and accept ourselves. It's like, well, yeah, no, once I get the degree, once I get the boyfriend or the girlfriend, once I get the, once I get, uh, you know, uh, once I, you know, lose 10 pounds, whatever, you know, we put all these like contingencies and say like, okay, well, once this happens, then I'll love and accept myself. And it's so backwards, you guys. No, <laughs> because we are human beings who we're not perfect and we're not going to be perfect in this life. And so if we're just constantly postponing loving ourselves, like we're just going to keep doing that because we're going to find another thing. Like once you lose the 10 pounds or once you start dating that special someone or once you finish your degree, your brain is going to come up with another reason and be like, well, did you think of this? You're going to have to do that before you can love and accept yourself. So it's just, that's, no, like, let's not do that. Let's just do it right now <laughs> because there's always going to be something that the brain is going to see and want to change. And we just have to embrace all of it. So what does that even look like? <laughs> so first of all, you have to first understand that as human beings, we are 50% freaking amazing. We are extraordinary. We have amazing talents. We have amazing gifts. We have fun, quirky parts of our personality. We are good. We have good, righteous desires. And yeah, that's a part of us. And then we have the other part of us, the 50% that's just a hot mess <laughs> that just drops the ball that just you know feels a little jealous a little envious sometimes a little prideful sometimes or the part of us that just you know that natural man side of us that's you know kind of selfish sometimes and you know doesn't show up how we maybe want to sometimes that's there too and so instead of just trying to get rid of that hot mess side of us and postponing loving and accepting ourselves until that part of us, quote unquote, goes away, it's like, no, we just have to, first of all, understand that that's there. There is opposition in all things, including us. <laughs> and so we understand that. And then we accept that. We embrace that. Instead of trying to shun that part of us that 
you know, it's just a hot mess sometimes. Just, you know, doesn't have, quite have it together and is, you know, struggling in this way or that way. Instead of just trying to like hide that part of us or shun it or shame it or all of that. No, we just embrace it. We say, all right, I embrace, I accept all of you. The awesome and amazing parts and the hot mess parts, the parts that, you know, we're, we're figuring it out still. <laughs> we're working on it and it's a process. We just embrace all of it. Say, you know what? I love you. I love all of you. And I want you to think about someone in your life where, you know, they have all those amazing, awesome traits and qualities. And then they also have those, you know, traits that are like, you're like, yeah, you know, that's just kind of, they're working on it. <laughs> and isn't it funny that like for other people, it can be so much easier to give them grace and, you know, be like, well, you know, it's, but we just love her. You know, she has, does that annoying thing sometimes or this or that, but oh, she's just so great. And we just love all of her. And it's hard to do that for ourselves, right? To say, hey, yeah, you, I love you. All of your amazing, awesome parts. And also, yeah, all those um, hot mess parts that you're, you're, you know, you're working on it. We just love all of it. I'm here for all of you. And when you truly do that, when you truly embrace just all of it, instead of trying to just get rid of that hot mess part, instead of trying to, you know, postpone that or pretend that it's not there, that's another thing. Be like, well, you know, I'm so great and uh, all those insecurities and all that. Well, we're just going to pretend they're not there so I can love myself. No, that's not going to feel true because it's not. And so instead of trying to hide it, shun it, or pretend it's not there, we just embrace it and accept all of it and say, you know what? I'm here for, for all of it. I'm here for the amazing and the awesome, and I'm here for the hot mess. I got you, all of you. Okay, so we have truly understand your worth, and then we have embrace all of you. To finish us off here for um, point number three, we have change how you talk to yourself. And you're probably thinking, oh yeah, <laughs> don't we all scroll and read that one post where it's like, yeah, don't say what you would not say to your friend, whatever mean things you're telling yourself that you wouldn't tell your friend, don't tell those to yourself. And we kind of laugh and we're like, oh yeah, if only. <laughs> or, you know, we hear about how, yeah, you know, your inner critic, like try to, you know, try to have better self-talk. And it's like, yeah, well, that kind of feels impossible. But here's the thing, good news for you guys. You don't have to be perfect at any of these things. And spoiler alert, you're not going to be anyway because none of us are perfect. So it's all about just starting where you are, accepting where you are, and just looking for, you know, one thing that you could, first of all, be aware of, and then, you know, maybe experimenting with 
with changing it a little bit. So changing how you talk to yourself. What does that even look like? If you're like me, it's like, well, yeah, how, what am I supposed to do? Just be nice to myself? (laughs) How do you do that? And here are some thoughts and kind of just like phrases for you to consider as you are just kind of looking at what your inner dialogue is looking like. So a lot of the time what happens is we might make a mistake. We might do something that we later are like, what was I thinking? And the inner critic comes in and is like, oh my gosh, what were you thinking? You're so stupid. What an idiot. All, you know, the usual self-sabotage, beating yourself up thoughts. And what I would offer is that instead of going to that place and that cycle of just beating yourself up, you can instead think something like, Yeah, well, we did the best we could in that moment with what we knew. Yeah, that didn't quite go as I thought it would or I wanted it to, but I love me anyway. I got my own back, got my own back. And just having some curiosity can also go a long way. Instead of jumping to that very judgmental critical side thinking something like huh i wonder what happened there i wonder what's going on for me i wonder if there's something i need that i need to check in with myself hmm yeah what's going on with me let's maybe just take a step back kind of look at that instead of just rushing into judgment and criticism. And, you know, it's just, I think a lot of people are like, well, I just can't stop beating myself up. It's just what I do. I'm so good at it. (laughs) What I would offer is that it's just a choice. You can decide right now, you know what? We're done with that. We're done with beating ourselves up. We've been trying that for years and it just, you know, it just doesn't work out. It doesn't work very well. So it's not effective. And so instead of beating myself up, I'm gonna get curious and compassionate with myself. And even just having that curiosity and compassion goes such a long way, such a long way. So, Changing that inner dialogue from being just critical and judgmental and mean, changing it to curiosity, compassion, goes a long way. The other thing I want to say about changing how you talk to yourself is also choosing to focus on things that you do love about yourself. In that same uh, coaching, uh, coaching week workshop that I did with Jody Moore. I remember she was coaching someone and at the end she gave them like a little homework assignment and she told them to write down 25 things that they loved about themselves. And you know, it sounds like a small thing, right? It's one of those things you're like, Oh yeah, that's nice. Nice idea. But well, I'm not actually going to do it, but you know, that's, that's cute. (laughs) I'm telling you guys, I took that assignment. I wrote down 25 things 
that I loved about myself. And then I started another list where I wrote 101 things that I loved about myself. And I'd write, I'd try to write one thing every day that I loved about myself. And I'm telling you, when you're just changing the focus of your brain, if you're used to just constantly um, beating yourself down and just like tearing yourself down to shreds with, oh, and I did this wrong and I don't like this about me and all this, like your brain's just going to keep looking for that because our brains, they look for what we tell them to look for. But when we redirect and we actually give some airtime to things that we actually love about ourselves, I'm telling you, it affects the relationship. Think about a relationship that you have with someone else. If you're constantly um, tearing them down, <laughs> chances are you're going to weaken that relationship with them. It's the same thing with you. If you're constantly tearing yourself down, chances are your relationship with yourself is not going to be that loving relationship. So start looking for the good. And I'm here to tell you, you're allowed to love and accept yourself. Please do it. I encourage it. It's actually the best thing you can do, not only for you, but also for those around you. Because when you take responsibility to love yourself, then all the time that you <laughs> would spend trying to find that validation is like you like can use that time now to just love others. It's kind of the amazing thing. So I'm telling you, love yourself. It is the way to go. Thank you for joining me today on how to actually love yourself. And please feel free to uh, comment. Feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. I'm at Audrey Pickering Coaching. Feel free to reach out. Tell me what you what you think. Try out some of these suggestions. And I will talk to you all next week. Thank you.